Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Top Stories, I'm Andy Zaltzman, and here I am with another delve into the archives of, can you guess which podcast we're doing today? Yes, it's the Bugle again for the 132nd episode in a row of Top Stories. We're going back to February 2010 now. The global economy was a shambling, bloated parody of its former self, if you can possibly imagine what that's like. And in issue 102, myself and John Oliver noticed its resemblance to none other than the king himself, Elvis Presley. Top story this week, the economy. Now, the economy, as we all know, has been in seriously bad shape for a while. In fact, for the last 30 years, the economy has been like Elvis. What began as a vibrant young economy with incredible promise and poise was eventually ravaged by years of misuse until it became a bloated, dangerously obese caricature of itself with obvious self-esteem issues. And we're now collectively faced with the same choice that Elvis's entourage faced towards the end. <laughs> Do we intervene and help the economy become a leaner, healthier and more functional individual, or do we let its fat ass die on the toilet? <laughs> it's a tough one. Banks in America and Wall Street certainly seem to favour the second one of those at the moment, fighting regulation at any turn. I think their uh, argument is that the kindest thing to do at this point is to let this abomination of nature take its course. <laughs> well, it's party time here in Britain, John, because the good times are back. Britain is back on its feet. The recession has been seen off, John. We are back in growth, albeit imperceptibly by 0.1 of a percent. So we've seen off the recession, John, just like we saw off the Nazis and Napoleon and Catholicism and the Vikings, dragons, uh, the Ice Age, or geographical link to continental Europe and the dinosaurs. We've seen them all off now, John, and because the latest uh, figures have shown Britain surging out of recession, uh, or surging by, if you can surge by 0.1 of a percent, I guess surging like a hibernating sloth surges out of its sleeping bag on a spring morning after hibernation. Uh, it's the 0.1 of a percent growth, John. That is about the same amount as you would grow if you took a small bite out of a sandwich. So it's over. You really couldn't have drawn a finer line between being in recession and not being in recession. There. <laughs> yeah. Is it po- can you feel that 0.1 percent? Oh, yeah. Well, it's all. Psych- can you can you can you sense that people are 
0.1% further away from losing their homes to the bank. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's all psychological, John. As long as it hasn't got a minus sign before it. You know, we're, <laughs> we're dancing. There's been literally parties in the street. People dancing, waving around, little inflatable Bank of England's. It's, it's, you know, it's like VE Day all over again, but more so. Apparently the announcement was welcomed by the British government, Andy, but is it not essentially like a doctor saying to you, you are 0.1% better than you were yesterday. <laughs> You're now 0.1% more not dying. Congratulations, <laughs> but, and it's a big but, try not to get carried away. In the grand scheme of things, you are still currently <laughs> It is exactly that, John. We might be out of recession, but we're out of recession in the same way that a seal is out of a swimming pool, probably briefly and largely just to impress the public. So will this imperceptible micro-boom sway the voters in advance of the uh, general election in May? No, uh, it won't, John. Uh, nothing will. Gordon Brown could stand up in Parliament, tap himself on the side of a head and produce an egg from his ear and then fry it on his own face and people would still say, yeah, well, I'm paying for that egg. So I don't think it's going to make any difference. And um, we have to ask, John, why has Britain, of all the developed economies, been so slow to emerge from the financial fug compared uh, with other similarly smart-dressed countries? And uh, I don't know, John, but I think it's probably something to do with the fact that our manufacturing sector has been squeezed like a 1970s Irish lemon in a police interrogation. And the fact that our entire economic well-being now depends on people guessing what will happen to the rest of the world economy. Uh, in fact, if it wasn't for all the immigrants doing our handiwork for us, we'd be totally shafted. Significantly less encouraging signs coming out of the UK as well. Apparently the gap between the rich and the poor in England is reportedly wider than it was 40 years ago. And bear in mind that 40 years ago, lots of poor people in England still had outdoor toilets. The poverty gap then was between the indoor and the outdoor dump. And that's a pretty big, <laughs> pretty visceral gap. I've always said that the most luxurious dump humanity has yet created is the Richard Branson toilet from his MTV Cribs episode. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, but Branson essentially has a fully plumbed toilet outside on the edge of a cliff on his tropical island overlooking the ocean. That is phenomenal. <laughs> That is what millionaires should be doing with their money. They should either be like Trump and have all gold bar fixtures. They should be like Caligula and appoint their pet horses to the Senate. Or be like Branson and create the luxury outdoor dump. I know this is scatological and it's not particularly pleasant to talk about, but it doesn't make it any less a pinnacle of human achievement. I guess it was all something to aspire to, that if we all, you know, work with the same dedication and zeal as Richard Branson, then one day... We too could take a shit on top of a cliff. That's how. See, that's the poverty gap working, John. That is that is giving some people something to aspire to. So you know that 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 dump gap has changed from indoor to outdoor to indoor to cliff top. Some people even claim that this 0.1 percent rise was another Labour lie uh, by the government. Uh, but let's give the government some credit, John. You know you cannot accuse them of always lying, and then suggest that they've lied by saying that the economy is 0.1% out of recession. That is a piss-poor lie, John. You Terrible can't lie. have it both ways. That is like claiming that Saddam could have deployed weapons of mass destruction within 45 decades. No um, one is going to be impressed with that kind of lie. State of the Union news now, and, well, the State of the Union has happened in America... You missed it, John, didn't you? Because you were on a, on a flight to Hawaii. That's right. I was yeah. on the long flight to Honolulu. And so I've not watched all of it. And the only time I've been here was... Uh, hang on, can I just interrupt you there, uh, John? Did 
So uh, after your long flight, did you actually get to meet uh, Lulu and pay homage to her? Wow, you had that one lined up as well. If I do another one, do I get to keep it? Do I get to keep it? I've, I've been at the RNC all day here to, today, Andy, but as far as I can tell from the RNC delegates, it was the worst State of the Union speech in history and is likely to be followed up with a resignation letter. Is that correct? <laughs> well, John, I can fill you in on some of the gaps. I can tell you uh, from a neutral British perspective that, according to Obama, the State of the Union this year is basically, yeah, OK... I'll fill you in on some of the detail that you might have missed, John. Uh, yeah. That uh, yeah, I can just fill you in since you you wouldn't have heard these uh, these details necessarily. Uh, there's going to be a massive tax hike for overseas workers on green cards in non-essential industries. That's um, going up to eighty six eighty six percent, I think. Um, wow, well, that's lucky that my industry is completely <laughs> essential. Otherwise, I'd be worried. <laughs> Five hundred billion pounds to put a man on Mars, uh, specifically one man, Pat Robertson, on Mars. Let's have a whip round. Uh, and also, yeah. Obama pledged to personally strangle any banker who trousers a bonus that prompts spontaneous swearing or vomiting in more than seventy-five percent of average people. Um, to be honest, I missed it as well, John, as you can probably tell from that. I did have it on the radio, but at the same time, I was looking up a really interesting cricket statistic for, oh, oh, for my cricket blog. It did seem that the subtext of the speech was essentially, this job has been a total nightmare, <laughs> and I don't think I'm the only one to blame for that. <laughs> he recently has been trying to toughen up his language uh, with the banks, especially after the recent Massachusetts loss, saying uh, last week, if the banks want a fight, I'm ready to give them one. And the banks then responded, you don't know who you're messing with, punk. We've knocked tougher guys than you out of power, so ask yourself, is this really a fight you want to get involved in? Didn't think so. Now lend me three billion dollars and we'll say nothing more about it. You slag. Thank you, Buglers. If you are heartily sick of politics, do go and listen to The Gargle right now, the Bugles spin-off sister publication, the glossy magazine, to the Bugles' relentlessly hardcore broadsheet. Hosted by Alice Fraser. More top stories tomorrow. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now.